everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, I'm really taking you around the globe today because our last show was from Sweden, and today's show is from Costa Rica. My guest is Karen Ramsey. She's going to be talking about plant-based nutrition and autism, and she has a book on the same subject in the bundle that is going on now for just a few more days until 11.59 p.m. Pacific time on Sunday, February 12th. I should probably put the year just in case 2023 for only $49. You get over 2,000 recipes, over 120 distinct products, such as courses, ebooks, exclusive video coupons from over 100 of your favorite plant based chefs, bloggers, authors, influencers, athletes, and more. Please welcome Karen to the show. Hi, so nice to see you. Hi, how are you, Chef AJ? Wonderful to be here with you. I can kind of tell like there's like a painting behind you that kind of hints to the the fact that you're in Costa Rica. Yeah, I'm so lucky we're in this little cabin that has a beautiful hand-painted mural of the birds of Costa Rica. So Makoa and the toucan, really, really beautiful. I think you might be able to see the toucan. Let's see if I can open this up. Oh, there my favorite. Those are my favorite birds. I mean, no, no, that's the macaw. Macaw. Yeah, that's that the macaw. But there's a toucan. I don't think I can put the camera on it, but the my, macaw is very colorful. So my very, very favorite. Bird. Yeah. Yeah. They're just so gorgeous. Yeah. So, so tell us about your contribution to the bundle and what else you could tell us is what you like about the bundle. Ah, well, I've done, I've been doing some lives. Um, I just actually got off with Fruity Eva, who is lovely. And she created a very simple raw vegan recipe book um, of go-to recipes. Um, And uh, I've spoken with Alana Minta Jordan. I think that she's done also a raw vegan recipe book and she was a student in my, actually still is a student in my vegan coach certification course. Um, and I uh, have recommended to her to do bundles because it's just such a great way to be part of a wonderful plant powered community. So I love, I love these bundles um, and I love being part of it. Um, my contribution is heal and prevent autism natural solutions that work. And I wrote this book after uh, being a speech and language pathologist for 43 years, uh, working in the school system for most of those years. Uh, The last 20 of those years were working with the autism community in a public school. And what I saw uh, really over the years started to bother me tremendously. Uh, All the chicken nuggets and the macaroni and cheese and M&Ms. And I really wanted to do something about it because I saw a big difference in the kids, in their speed. I worked with uh, kids age three to 21. So I saw a a huge gamut of, uh, of children up until the adult years. And I also watched as they were being fed these foods that were harmful to them. And I saw that their speech and language was deteriorating, even though I was giving them speech therapy, it wasn't effective. 
And when families would come to me, because I also at that um, back in the late 90s, I started coaching, vegan health coaching. And when some of those families would come to me uh, to focus on diet and lifestyle, I found that there were huge changes in their speech and their language, their communication skills, their, um, their eye contact, their ability to interactively play, um, even their behaviors. I noticed that many children who were aggressive and, and very frustrated uh, because of their autism symptoms, and they came to a healthy plant-based way of eating that they would suddenly be calm. And it's just, it was just incredible to me. And so it culminated with me writing that book. Um, and I eventually, as I was writing the book, uh, was looking for who I wanted to write my foreword and T. Colin Campbell, who wrote the famous China study, his son, Daniel, is a special education teacher and works with children with autism. I felt like it was the perfect combination for the three-page forward that they gave me for Heal and Prevent Autism, Natural Solutions That Work. And I wanted to back up that plant foods are extremely powerful, not only for overall health and weight loss, but also for the neurological system. And that when people start eating plant foods, whole, whole plant foods, um, low fat, that they can see marvelous things happen and with their kids. Um, and I've worked with people all over the world who have been motivated to try something new and have come to this plant-based lifestyle and have seen changes in themselves, positive changes in their kids. One family that I worked with, she, the mom believed strongly that the oldest of her three children um, who had autism uh, and he was not showing eye contact. He uh, had very limited speech. He was very frustrated, lots of aggressive behavior, um, communication skills low. Uh, she came to me telling me that she believed that it was because of her fish consumption during pregnancy. There is so much mercury out there today. And a lot of people think, oh, well, if I get wild caught fish, that's going to be better. That's healthy for me. No, fish across the board is loaded with mercury. It doesn't matter if it's wild caught fish from Alaska. It doesn't matter. Um, and so she really intuitively knew that it was the fish. They didn't have a history of autism in their family. There is a genetic component for sure. But I have seen where diet and lifestyle can turn it around, even if there is a genetic component. Um, in this situation, there wasn't, but she did not eat any fish her second and third pregnancies, and the children did not have any symptoms of autism. But with this boy, 
going to a whole foods vegan and very high raw lifestyle, um, this boy's body just calmed down and the aggressive behavior completely stopped. Um, and he improved in his language, in his communication, in his eye contact, his speech increased. He was initially speaking in one word utterances. And as they continued over a period of a year, I was working with them on and off over a year. Uh, he started speaking in phrases and then short sentences. And all of this started happening with the change in diet and lifestyle. So it was very exciting and I've seen it with others. And I'm very optimistic for the autism community if they're open to go in a plant-based direction. It's a very powerful and positive way of, of transforming their lives. Wow, that's amazing. Do you think that there is more of a link with autism from animal products, from processed food, both, or is it, and what, what, it, what, does, what is being taught about what causes autism? Yeah, I mean, there's so many areas that are talked about, and I have many different chapters in my book, um, along with 29 pages of research. I think that's why T. Colin Campbell liked my book, because I'm really backing up each and every chapter. Um, certainly glyphosate, which is Roundup, and there's been a lot of research done, especially by senior researcher Stephanie Seneff at MIT. Um, so, you know, we're talking about um, conventional foods. We're talking about processed foods. And the processed foods, a lot of the processed foods contain dairy. There's a lot of hidden dairy labeling. And dairy also contains a very dangerous protein called casein. And that casein is very disruptive to the neurological system. So that's why a lot of parents do have success with getting their kids off of dairy and also getting their kids off of a lot of the gluten, which is, you know, particularly wheat in processed foods. Um, so those two, I found that even parents who are just starting to go in a more plant-based direction, whole foods plant-based, will take away the dairy and take away the gluten, especially with all the processed foods. And also the MSG, the monosodium glutamate, that is also hidden labeling in a lot of the processed foods. So things like um, hydrolyzed vegetable protein. Like I used to think many years ago that because it had the word vegetable in it, that it must be healthy. But that's, that's MSG, basically, hydrolyzed vegetable protein. And even things like natural flavoring, that can be hidden labeling for monosodium glutamate, which is an excitotoxin. It excites the nervous system. And you can actually turn a child's autism on and off with these ingredients in processed foods. Um, and I used to think that past a certain age that autism could not be reversed. I used to think that by the age of about 18, that 
there was no return from autism because a lot of autism is from heavy metals, such as mercury and aluminum. And that's what a lot of the research out there is showing. And it does get lodged into the middle, the middle line between the left and the right hemisphere. And about age 18 to 20, somewhere in there, the left and the right hemisphere, they close. And those heavy metals can get lodged in that middle section of the brain. Um, but I have actually been proven wrong to believe that that's true for everybody uh, because I speak annually at the Woodstock Fruit Festival since it began in 2011. And I teach a class there on improving mental and neurological health. And a woman, a young woman, 25 years old, showed up for my class a couple of years ago. And I talked about autism and the symptoms of autism. Some people uh, say that I shouldn't even have written a book called Heal and Prevent Autism because we should celebrate and accept autism. Now, I understand that. I understand that there are people who are doing quite well with autism. Um, and this is not mental retardation. Each and every person with autism is extremely unique and absolutely brilliant. Um, and everyone is completely different. So I understand them wanting to be celebrated, but I also worked with families with children who were not doing well. They were wearing helmets and biting their hands in frustration out of not being able to communicate. And I knew that I had to help these children and these families wanted help. So I do believe that the diet and the lifestyle can be a, a big answer for a lot of these families. I mean, I have seen it in front of me over and over again where people of all ages, even past those teenage years that I just mentioned, this 25 year old girl had grown up with autism and she had such intense sensory integration issues, especially with loud sounds that she would be under the table in the classroom most of the time. And she didn't communicate and nobody understood her. And she came to the fruit festival and she came over to me after my class and she said, I don't know how I ended up in your class, but I was supposed to be here. And she said, I want to tell you that fruit has been electrifying for me. It has opened me up to understand the world better, to be able to communicate better. It has improved my language, my speech. Uh, and I have included a letter in my book that she wrote to me after coming to my class. And it's this absolutely beautiful, articulately written letter. Um, and so that really showed me that even in the adult years, people with autism can make these wonderful changes by coming to plant foods. 
Does it matter how long they have been following like a standard American diet for recovery to take place? And I'm not talking just in terms of autism, but I hear from so many parents that get this information that it's so hard to change a child's diet once they've been raised on, you know, McDonald's and goldfish. And yes, it it is hard. And I'm not saying that it's going to be easy to change a finicky eater because a lot of these kids are finicky eaters. And sometimes it has to be done in steps, but it can be done in steps if properly planned. And there are certain foods that are extremely beneficial that sometimes I use certain tricky ways of getting them into the diet, like sprouts. Sprouts are extremely nutritious. And they are excellent for people with autism. And so I will work out ways. I will find out what is working for the child. Like I will look at the diet. I'll get a food diary and see what is working. Like if the child is eating anything that I could integrate something healthy into. Um, For example, I was working with one family with um, a child who um, really, really finicky eater, but he did like maple syrup. So I'm not saying I want to give the child a lot of maple syrup, but I use that as an agent for me to get healthy whole plant foods in. So I would put um, a little chopped strawberry into a little maple syrup and he ate it. And she and the mother was so surprised. She said, oh, my goodness, like I never thought about putting some fruit or vegetable into the maple syrup. And we got him to gradually eat more fruits and vegetables by putting it with something that he was already eating. So you're actually like desensitizing them to eating more healthy foods. And so that child now eats way more of a variety of fruits and vegetables. When I was in the school, I used to bring in my blender. We used to make smoothies. Some of the other teachers said, Karen, what are you doing? Like these kids aren't going to eat your food. They don't want to eat this way. But I wanted to prove them wrong. And I found that the more that you suggested and offered small bits, like if they didn't want it, okay, I didn't force it but I would try something else and I would give it in small amounts. And some of them, they wanted to try. And these kids started loving fruit. They started looking forward to me bringing my blender and making a smoothie with them. We were starting to even make salads and the kids were all enjoying it. So I know that there is a way to transition these kids away from these foods that are extremely toxic to them like chicken nuggets Um, and, and to start incorporating little by little the healthy foods. Back in 2017, I did a study with an occupational therapist who's also big on juicing. And we did, um, it was called juicing for autism. And we did this study. We had 150 families signed up. And like you said, Chef AJ, about, you know, how are you going to get these kids to have something that's healthier? Most of the kids wouldn't even try a juice or a smoothie. 
but 20, about 20, 21 of them, I believe it was, did, did try it. And they would have it in the morning on an empty stomach. We weren't even asking them to change the rest of their diet. We were only asking to add a juice or even a smoothie, either one. We wanted to get some minerals into them. And uh, it was pretty amazing with those 21 kids who did have the juice or a smoothie during that 21 day protocol that we did. We saw like the parents were writing to us, telling us that they saw so much improvement and it was just adding. So this doesn't have to be difficult. This can actually be easy. It can be a step-by-step adding one thing at a time and seeing improvement. And so that also was for me um, a study that, that did point out how powerful plant foods are when we get them into the body. And of course, all the fiber. I mean, a lot of these kids are eating food that doesn't have any fiber. That's like the best thing that we get from the plants is all that wonderful fiber. That's so helpful for our gut health. And that, that strong gut health, it reaches out to all the organs and the brain is not an exception. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, but first, let me just answer a question from a viewer named Lauren. Is the bundle closed caption? I think, Lauren, you need to click on the link and see what the bundle is because the bundle is not a YouTube video. The bundle is like 122 distinct products, mostly ebooks. So ebooks are visual. So you wouldn't need closed captioning. Um, coupons, you don't need closed captioning. And the ones that have video courses, they're not on YouTube. So, I mean, they, I don't know how to explain it in any other way, but it's, it's, you're not buying a video. You're buying a whole bunch of stuff, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Karen's link is in the chat in the show notes, if you'd like to do that. You know, a lot of times when people have, they, they'll say they have children on the spectrum and they say they can't eat healthy because it's a textural thing, but couldn't they find textures of healthy foods? If it's just truly texture and not like all the sugar, fat, and salt. I mean, see, I don't, I don't, I don't know anyone in my life with that. And I imagine it's very difficult for the parents. Yes. And I've even created um, through dehydrating um, some ingredients. Um, I've created a chicken nugget that's plant-based. So that's there's so many ways that you can get, that you can get this texture, whatever the texture that the child wants. A lot of times they like crunchy. A lot of the kids I worked with ate a lot of chips um, and they had a hard time getting off of the chips, but you can create veggie chips that are, you know, that have that same crunch. And I've brought them into the programs and the families that I've worked with and the kids have liked them too. So there is always a way. And when the families are excited about it, that makes all the difference. When they come in and they're motivated and they believe in it, they're also going to be such a strong action model for their children. And the children, if, you know, especially if both parents are eating healthy, eating all these wonderful whole plant foods, the children very often are going to eventually, even if not right away, they will eventually want to try it. And I have to say kids love fruit. So fruit is a good first way to start motivating the children to 
to just get out there and start and like all the colors, all the vibrant colors. Kids love attractive things and seeing all those beautiful colors in the fruit. There was one boy, um, he wasn't autistic, but he, he lived across the street from us um, when my kids were growing up. And he used to come to our house and like fruit was not valued. It was looked at maybe as a little snack, but parents tried to get their kids not to eat so much fruit. And this kid would come to my home and we had all this beautiful fruit. And he would, he didn't know the names of the fruit. He didn't even know like the color of the inside of a pineapple because fruit wasn't in his house and nobody in his family really ate it. And he just loved it and begged his mother to get him some fruit. And I just feel like when I've worked with families, that's one of the first ways that I'll go because of the fact that kids love fruit. So I will start with that. But even with veggies, once they start eating more whole plant foods, the, their taste buds change and they start to fall in love with all of the natural foods. And it's just beautiful. It's really beautiful to watch. And I've seen kids who have been aggressive because they've been so frustrated and it calms down their nervous system mm -hmm. and it's just wonderful. So, and it might not happen right away. Like if there's somebody who's listening and their child has been experiencing autism for many years, uh, it might take time, but I would recommend sticking with it and just adding new foods to your daily rhythm and just being a really powerful role model and, and get your child helping you get your children helping you in the kitchen. That is a motivator right there. I got my kids and the kids that I've worked with. I got them up at the counter with me preparing food. So that's, that's a great way to do it. When they're involved, you know, even the most finicky eater will start to eat the food. Um, I had a class that I was doing for many years called Raw Food Fund for Families, where I created a menu. Families would come over with their kids. I sometimes had a family who came because they were very concerned. They had a child who never ate any, any fruits and veggies. And they wanted to get their kids open to it. And they thought being around other children would be the way. And that very often worked. So that's another way is being around other families who are eating an abundance of fruits and vegetables. You know, I, I hear, I have heard from some people that, you know, if a child isn't overweight, they feel like it's not that important to feed them healthy. The parents that don't feed their kids healthy, do you think it's, I don't want to say it's negligence. Do they just not know better because they're not eating healthy themselves or they're just too busy or because it's the culture, you know? I think it's a number of things that you're saying. Um, I think one of them is food addiction. Yeah. Um, a lot of the foods that people are eating are loaded with salt and loaded with oil. And especially salt is highly addictive. It masks the true natural flavor of the food itself. And so they're, they're, not, they're not eating real food anymore. And they don't know what real food is. And they are being marketed to because there are scientists out there who create food in a way 
that it's packaged and processed to bring you back, to bring you back to it. The packaging, the way it looks, the, uh, the MSG that's in the food, the high salt content, it's constantly bringing people back. So they just don't know how to start, even if they want to, they are just so addicted. And so it's a process. And part of it is getting into the emotional mindset of that they want that, you know, do they want to prevent future problems for themselves and for their children? Yeah, I think they, um, it's it's not something that shows up right away. The consequences yeah, of poor eating, right. it, it can take decades that they feel like, well, there's time. And I almost feel like before a person gets pregnant, they should have to read Dr. Joel Furman's book, Disease Proof Your Child and Fast Food Genocide. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love his work. And my book, Creating Healthy Children, also has um, a lot of that information. And I also talk about the importance of getting in a lot of raw food. You know, even if you're eating cooked food, get in a lot of raw food too. Um, It's really, really important. Um, And the attachment parenting part. My subtitle is through attachment parenting and raw foods. And the attachment part, breastfeeding. Um, kids who are breastfed, um, that creates lifelong immunity. And so there's also in my book information about breastfeeding and how important that is, uh, because I talk about prevention as well as turning around the symptoms and healing autism. So prevention is, is a big piece. Um, Yes. So breastfeeding and skin to skin contact. Um, Children, especially very young children, they need like a baby has just been uh, inside the mother for these nine full months, knows the mother's breathing, knows her heartbeat. And after the baby is born and breastfed, the baby needs to be held against the mother's skin. And there's a doctor in Sweden, Dr. Nils Bergman, who has done quite a bit of research on skin to skin contact. And he believes that um, for some children with autism, that it can be connected with things like not enough skin to skin or breastfeeding. Um, There's drugs in babies that have been delivered surgically that can affect the neurological system. So I look at all these factors in the chapters of Heal and Prevent Autism. Cool. Hey, I just want to thank Sherry Likes Fruit. She probably loves fruit for a super chat. I'm thinking, Sherry, I should just do raw 24-7 if she's going to keep making those wonderful super chat donations. Thank you. (laughs) I think I know Sherry loves fruit. Sure, sure. (laughs) She always comes on. I I invited her to come on if she'd like as well. I just found out she lived in California. Yes. uh, Pebbles is commenting, food addiction should be a national emergency. I agree. Yeah. Well, thank you for your work. It's a very interesting topic that you've decided to explore. And I think it will help a lot of people, especially parents that have this uh, situation. I hope they will find your work. Thank you, Chef AJ. It's getting out there and I have been able to work and help people around the world. I've, I've worked with a family in Romania and South Africa. 
in the UK and many families around the United States. And I have seen so much progress. And I just feel that a healthy, well-planned, plant-based way of eating is just crucial for these kids. You, you know, and adults. Not, not every, you know, we love the whole world to go vegan for a variety of reasons, and they probably won't. But I think one thing that almost everybody, except for the processed food people that sell their product agree that whether somebody's vegan or raw or, or whatever, nobody needs to or should be eating processed food, whether it's vegan processed food or, you know, uh, not vegan processed food. And that's where we can find a common uh, agreement with some of these people, like the food addiction people that think, you know, you got to eat animals to heal food addiction, which by the way, on Tuesday, which is my 1400th episode of this show, I'm bringing on <gasps> Goldhammer to kind of have a debate with them about what they feel like, oh, it's got to be low carb and weighing and measuring. And, and no, he's had 40,000 patients and he didn't have to do any of that. But no, you know, I love his work. Yeah, he's, yeah, he tells it like it is. So Nobody needs to be eating processed food, whether it's vegan or not. That's right. A lot of the vegan processed food is total junk too. I mean, it's not as bad as eating the animal stuff in my view. Yeah, Um, but it's not. But it's still still not health promoting in any way. Exactly. And then, and that's why, you know, you know, you, I get slammed a lot by ethical vegans for making it harder for people to be vegan. I'm not trying to make it hard for people to be vegan. I'm trying to make it easy for people to be healthy. That's what I'm trying to do here at Chef AJ. Exactly. And you're yeah. doing a great job of well, it. Thank you. And I enjoy meeting people from all over the globe. Like you, <laughs> Carrie says, you know her from the Friday meetings. That's right. We have a meeting on Friday that she's part of. I remember you, Sherry. <laughs> well, thank you so much. You know, we have two more raw people on to Sherry, come back at two because we have Dr. Rick and Dr. Karen Dina. It, we didn't plan it this way. The people signed up for when they could do it. And today is just going to be a high raw day. Today's except, raw. <laughs> well, except for the next show at 11, where we have Vicki um, Brett Gock, who's going to be making spiced beans five ways. Thanks so much, Karen. So nice to see you again. Thank you so much, Jeff AJ. It was wonderful being with you. Great. Get the bundle from Karen. Just click the link below and come back in 20 minutes for another.